0: Hello, welcome once again to She-Hulk, Avenger of the Law, a Marvel podcast, a weekly podcast on the television series, She-Hulk, Attorney of Law on Disney Plus and part of the Marvel Universe. I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the US of A and with me in the state of New York. Hi, this is Mike. Mike, how's it going, my friend? I'm fine, Phil. How are you? Doing good, doing good. And in the Commonwealth of, I guess, Virginia?
1: Hey, this is Barrett.
0: Barrett, how's it going, sir?
1: Going well. How are you doing?
0: Uh, I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. And in the uh, Canadian province of (laughs) Alberta, Canada?
2: (laughs) Uh, This is Sean. Hope you're all doing well.
0: Indeed, as well.
3: And in the state of Missouri. Good evening. This is Kevin, and I am happy to finally make an episode. Indeed,
0: indeed. It's been crazy the last couple of weeks with with, uh, uh, the Labor Day holiday, school starting, all these other things happening that um, we've been recording all over the place today. We're actually recording on Tuesday, September 6th. 2022 for folks who are curious such as some of our listeners like pam because uh one day before the
4: next episode airs
0: yes that's true it's kind of weird (laughs) so we, we usually uh record on sunday nights and we'll be going back to that now that uh all the holiday uh excitement is over um so uh who we are besides uh A couple of people talking about a tv show uh basically we are part of the dark discussions news network which is a podcast network that has a bunch of shows including this one here you can find this one on the feed she-hoke Avenger of the Law feed, wherever podcasts are found. Or you can go to darkdiscussions.com, the website, and you can find it right there as well. Uh, it's also part of uh, a feed for Dark Discussions podcast, which is the main podcast of the network, which is where darkdiscussions.com, the title, comes from. And that is a weekly podcast that talks about a genre movie uh, and reviews it and whatnot. But we also throw on the the feed... Uh, our side podcasts, including this one. Um, so you can email us at darkdiscussions at com, or you could go to darkdiscussions.com, the website, and choose Contact Us on the top menu of any page on the website and a box will pop up where you can fill out an email and send it to us. Just write SheHulk in the subject no matter how you do send emails and we will know it's for this podcast and we will read Your email on the podcast Uh, and hear your thoughts on the show, Marvel Universe, or anything related to uh, Disney, Marvel, She-Hulk, superheroes, and I guess the state of uh, television today. Or Um, uh, or
4: just put in the title Big Green Woman. I hear it's trending.
0: That will work, too. Yes, yes, that big green woman will work. Yes, we'll we'll know that's a Seahawk. <laughs> um, so tonight we're going to talk about episode three of the series, which is September 1st, 2022, which was a Thursday night. Uh, that episode was called The People versus Emile Blonsky. Uh, it was directed by Kat Koro, uh, who was directed prior to episodes. And this one was written by Francesca Gales and Jacqueline J. Gales, uh, who... Uh, or some sort of relation, I would assume. And uh, they uh, this is their only episode that they write for the series. Um, and we'll talk about that, and maybe there's a, a difference why this one felt a little different than the other two. Uh, Jessica Gao uh, wrote the first two. Um, all right, so I guess we can go around and discuss uh, what we felt about the episode. And for uh, folks who are new to the podcast, uh, we talk about everything. We're assuming uh, you've seen the, the episode because you wouldn't be here otherwise, because if you're a fan of the show, you want to hear other perspectives, and you most likely already saw the episode, and therefore you're here to listen to us, and therefore we will spoil things. So uh, you've been one, but uh, we're pretty sure that you are already seeing the show. Uh, so uh, let's go around and discuss uh, what we felt about the episode. So uh, I guess I'll start. Um, yeah, so this episode was, in my opinion, the weakest. Um, it didn't fit really with the other two. Um, and it unfortunately focused on, um, stories that I don't think are going to play out, um, later in the show. So it felt more like a weekly, uh, episode of say a sitcom and not necessarily because it's a sitcom this show but because like there's two types of television shows from the past is there's the ones that every week there's an episode that has nothing to do with the prior week but it has the same characters. So, you know, like the family ties or on the family or or whatever. Gilligan's Island. Gilligan's Island. Exactly. And then there's the ones like X-Files and stuff that basically have a story throughout a season that you follow and they may have monster of the week, but generally everything ties in by the end and it's streamlined. And and a lot of shows do that now. Um, That's, I guess more common now than how like Mike mentioned, Gilligan's Island would just do standalone episodes. Uh, and this one here felt like a standalone episode, which doesn't feel right in a Marvel universe television show, I feel, but, Oh, all all, I guess it's good. Um, it just wasn't my favorite. Um, and it, and it was humorous. Um, the, the, the Megan, the, the stallion stuff, uh, because again, uh, a lot of the, uh, folks, who are behind the series and and just a lot of fans in general don't like the the male gaze uh and somewhat aspects with superheroes and and specifically all superheroes are are uh attractive muscular people, whether male or female um so they're quote unquote great specimens of of a body um but then here they they have some um self uh, exploitation with with uh, Megan the Stallion here, as well as uh, that the, the little cute uh, ending pre pre post credits scene that we'll talk about too. Uh, but that didn't bother me. The, the thing that b- bothered me was it just didn't fit with the, the first two episodes, and it was the one episode my kids didn't bother rewatching because I guess they didn't like it. While well, the first two they watched like three or four times each. Uh, so that's my opinion. So uh, let's go with uh, Sean.
2: Uh, I thought it was a fun episode. I mean, it wasn't anything earth shattering, um, but it was enjoyable, lighthearted, you know, it's still throwing out Easter eggs for people to catch different things. Kind of taking almost a laugh at itself, I guess it felt like not being too, not taking itself too seriously. Um, But I enjoyed it. It was fine. And I have no real complaints about it. It's, just you know part of the story maybe oh when we get to the end of the season you can look back and see you know maybe this is a weaker episode or or whatever right because we don't know quite what's going to happen in you know down the road so but I thought it was fine and I know there's a sort of off a tangent but I was going to say She-Hulk must be doing not too shabby because uh, I watched an AEW wrestling show on Sunday night and one of the female wrestlers actually cosplayed as She-Hulk and it seemed to go over pretty well. So,
0: yeah, yeah I, have, you know, like, a she, I have a She Hulk shirt on right now, as a matter of fact.
2: So, then it was cool. Like, because me and my friends are like, Is she dressed up like She Hulk? And I, yep, no, she is. And we all, <laughs> you we said, all you thought sent that was me, cool.
0: You sent me a picture.
2: Yeah, and I wish the pictures had been better. But yeah, you could, like, she did a great job cosplaying, and she herself was a physical specimen. So it's believable if she could be a stand-in for She-Hulk in real life just oh, because of, garbage. like, how strong she is. So, um, yeah. But, I mean, that's cool, right? Like, when you're being able to get the cosplayers and, and other genres, you know, giving you an homage, that's not a bad thing, right?
0: No. Yeah. No, no, I, I think the show uh, has its fans and, and the character well, it has its fans for sure. So it's uh, – uh, th- that, that – I don't think it's a problem. Uh, uh, I, my minor concerns was it just wasn't as a good of an episode as, as the yeah. prior two. That's all I meant. I wasn't trying to trash the show or the character. Oh, no. no, like no I don't think
2: anybody yeah. thought you were. I oh, think it's good. I mean, yeah, the yeah. thing is, everyone has a different perspective in what we see, right? And that's all cool, unless we're being trolls, which the also dealt with. <laughs>
0: <Yep>. <laughs> which yep. was cool. And, and, and the thing is, trolls can be both super positive or super. Hateful. Negative. It's kind of, <laughs> yeah, uh, it's kind of funny because they they say something's awesome and it's like uh, it's not really that good, or they say something's sh- shitty, but uh it's actually pretty good. So we know trolls. uh All right, let's go for you, Mike. Yeah. Um.
4: You know, it it was a fun episode. Uh. I but I've mixed feelings about it because I really just couldn't get into the the Megan the Stallion, Dennis storyline pretty much because I didn't really care for Dennis and the little bit we got about him in the first episode and we don't know enough for me to give a shit about him this feels like something like I get it you know yeah, men are can be awful to women in the workplace but he is such an exaggerated caricature right which we even had in that last episode where he says oh there's a pretty woman I'm going to go hit on it um, to give him an episode this soon with kind of an unlikable character In what should be a sympathetic position, right, because he's been ripped off. It feels like we should get to know the character well enough, like over time, for the the joke to pay off that, you know, on the stand of, well, no, he really is just that big of an idiot. I mean, we've seen characters like this on shows before, like when Barney on uh, How I Met Your Mother or um, Quagmire on Family Guy. I, this feels like it's a story that they didn't earn quite yet, but I just didn't care for it. And I just don't care for the character. I think it was just a little bit too cartoonish. Um, but I do like a lot of the humor. And I also uh, – I know it's not a cameo show because She-Hulk told me. Uh, <laughs> but I'm I i, I I'm a big fan of Benedict Wong. Um, I yep. found him on the uh, Marco Polo sh- uh, series on Netflix where he played Kubla Khan. And I fell in love with him there because he plays a fantastic Kubla Khan. And I think he's done a great job playing Wong in the Marvel Universe. So I'm always happy to see him in anything. And um, I think he did a had, – they had some fun with him here. I think they had some fun with the Blonsky thing. But everything feels a little a little light, um, which it should be. It's a comedy, right? It's a sitcom. But like you said, Phil, this felt the most sitcom-y episode out of everything they've done so far, and this may just be a well. This is what a day in She-Hulk's life is like, right? And that may be it, you know. Which a lot of times shows now do they give you some of those standalone episodes to say this is our baseline, and then they'll they'll drift away for that and become more dramatic or bigger or wackier or whatever it is. But um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll just I'll just say it was it was decent. I don't know that it was all that better or worse than any of the others. Um, then there were, but like a lot of it, just a couple of jokes more stood out to me
0: than anything else. So, all right, pretty good. Uh, let's go with you. Uh, yeah,
3: a little bit of like what Mike said. I mean, I understand what you're talking about is this being a, a sitcom type, uh, episode. I mean, it did link in with the previous episode with her, making the decision to actually represent about taking the job and represent abomination. Uh, And so her, you know, trying to go through the whole thing, uh, you know, so there was that link between the two and her going through the, you know, should I represent him and all that? And then we realized that, you know, Blonsky pretty much could be abomination. Like uh, she could be, she Hulk, you know, because it's like one minute he's abomination and he turns back to his normal self. And uh in like Mike said, it was great to see Wong back, because uh, I like his character in the other movies. I mean, even from the beginning, you know, the first um Doctor Strange, I mean he was he was a great character. And yeah, I mean there were sitcoms. I mean I have never heard of of Megan Thee Stallion. I've never heard of was it Megan the Stallion? I mean, maybe I'm just out of touch, but I I, I never heard, heard who who she is, and but I mean, I really didn't care. I thought, okay, this is just something that she has to go through. There are hints of future situations, uh, like at you know at the end when somebody tried to, I think they tried to inject her with something, but they ended up bending the needle uh because she turned into She-Hulk and her skin is pretty much impenetrable um so i i i enjoyed this there are a couple jokes that that stood out uh you know especially with the interview i i really had a fun i it was just like a little bit of the interview where she's finally on tv and she's the woman's talking and he says you know and that and next she-hulk's going to give us her diet and exercise uh routine near this Wait, what? (laughs) Yeah, that was that was hilarious. That was great. Yeah, that was that was just like off the same, wait, what? Um as they said, I I mean these are like they said, like it was mentioned earlier, these are meant to be fun episodes, fun movie uh fun uh fun shows. And there are I see this as almost a little bit of a bumper for future plots in, in the in the series. You know like with the people like you don't know i I don't think i know who is actually trying to inject her with something or trying to do something with that um and even just that scene itself was funny because she's attacked from behind she's like oh my god oh wait and then she turns into she hulk and throws everybody around that that was a classic move uh that was a classic scene um So like I said, I, I enjoyed this. I may have, I may have enjoyed it more. I mean, I'm not saying Phil didn't enjoy it, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a lot. I had a lot of fun with it. I think I enjoyed it better than the second episode, you know, the previous episode. But like I said, I've just been having fun with the, with the series.
0: All right. Sounds good. Uh, I think, uh, Baron, you're up.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, there's not much to say after four people go. Um, I really love Tim Roth and I thought he did a great job in this episode. Uh I thought the episode was hilarious. I can see Mike's point about the um the idiot guy, but I kinda liked where it went with that and uh how she testified how much of an idiot he was and it, it worked for me. Um but yeah, it was not an earth shaking episode like Sean said, and but I but I enjoyed the heck out of it. It was just funny and fun all right
0: sounds good um all right uh we can start getting into it uh i was right where you were kevin um because i i forgot who megan the stallion was and i was completely confused uh but then out of the blue it occurred to me that she was the one of the co-singers of the controversial song wet ass uh, p word yeah 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 and and I was like, "Okay, that's right." And 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 uh, and thank God, my my kids. I don't even said know it. that.
3: I don't even. I've never even heard of that song.
0: Uh, wet ass uh,
3: kitty cat. I I, I know what yeah. you mean, but I mean yeah. I. I, yeah. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know it either. I thought it was
1: Nicki Minaj at first. No, it was it's it was uh, the two people that. She's
0: not friends with, uh, <laughs> but, but yeah. So I thank God my kids haven't said, "Could we watch one of Megan the Stallion's videos yet?" Oh so God, I, <laughs> yeah, that's going to be a fun
1: conversation. Yeah, that
0: isn't going to happen anytime <laughs> soon. Uh, but but um, but I, I did kind of think it was funny and 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 okay that she was in it. You know, she is kind of hip if you. you follow a certain type of music I guess because again I, I don't know anything about her except from that one controversy um, but uh, yeah that's all I, I got there so um, I think I'm right there with you Mike in, in a sense too that, that I think they focus way too much on the the trial uh, for Emil, um, and and it just doesn't mesh with what we've seen You know, because we only saw him for like maybe less than two minutes in the prior two episodes and it was more in passing and and you you kind of forget the character completely until he appears again in this episode and okay we already know that he's kind of a jerk um so it's like it's really not even necessary but you know i mean again this is like you said micah gilligan's island standalone type thing so they thought maybe it would be entertaining or something, and that's where they wanted to go. Which I feel is unfortunate, because we have only nine episodes, and based off the length of the episodes, you know that's not much time. So I, I wish they, they, they'd use this time to to focus more on, on She Hulk and, and her character and, and the story with Abomination and where they're going. Uh, but that's my Well, opinion.
3: if if yeah. you think about it, though, I mean, with with the guy, I mean, you could kind of use this as a little bit of a dig back at him saying, all right, we are going to put him on trial and admit on, on record that the guy's a, a complete idiot. And, oh, we, we, you know, yeah, and we know that. And yeah. that's your defense. Your defense is you're an idiot. So, yeah, you're going to be fooled by this this thing. And. You know, it's just it was oh, just kinda, I, it, it was I just kind of their little sweet justice. Side. I think. But, what but, they were, but, oh God,
0: Barrett, I'm sorry. Um, well, let me that? just let me just interject first for one, like literally ten seconds. But, but my point was is that it has nothing to do with the the main, r- the real story of She-Hulk, and so I, that's why I don't think it's necessary. Even though everything you said mm-hmm. is 100 percent correct, Kevin. It's a little and, side thing. This is
1: going to this I'm going to speak to that. Basically, I think they were trying to have her doing a court case and they wanted it to be included like somebody in the plot. They could have just come up with some random, you know, lawyerly thing she had to do. But they came up with this and he's involved. I mean, that's just kind of what it felt like to me.
0: Yeah, sure.
4: I think I do think I I could be wrong from like the season previews that we're going to see him again. The abomination again. Yeah, um, I think they wanted something that kind of ties back to Hulk. I think they probably wanted to bring the, the character of Abomination back into the MCU. Um, so it's probably serving multiple purposes. I also think this is a, this episode may have been trying to flesh out her cast of characters a bit because they really haven't so far. You have her friend whose characteristic is that she's her best friend and that that's it. That's her, her paralegal. Um
2: and she's enthusiastic.
4: And she's yes. enthusiastic. And that was and that's and that's that they've got yeah, she's got no development. You've got uh, the, this guy Pug has had really no development. Um so this gives him a storyline to do something with. Maybe they're doing more with Blonsky later on uh significantly, so they gotta do something to give him some development. I, this Dennis guy, like I said, I just think he's a joke. Uh this is a guy who has to have gotten through law school and he's a complete imbecile. Now, before someone says, "But it's a comic book movie," but it's a and it's a sitcom. It's like, "Yeah, you're right," and it's it's just it just he just rubs me the wrong way as a as a as as that. Yeah, he's over the top
0: caricature. Yeah, he's, he's a
4: little bit too right. He has absolutely no shading, and he's and he's cartoonishly stupid in a way that you can't say that about anybody else that we've seen on the show, right? It's not like I mentioned Quagmire on on Family Guy. Everybody on Family Guy is an absolute idiot. They're right. all complete exaggerations, mm-hmm. um, and th- so those fit here. He's the only one that is that extreme an exaggeration in the show and in the Marvel universe in general. Yeah, so he doesn't really make sense to me. He does I, I don't find him uh, a, a, a fun or interesting character, and it's not a, a type of humor that generally, yeah. Like oh look what a what a giant asshole this guy is that that's I don't yeah, that that yeah. that is not something I tend to find funny
0: <laughs> well well, well yeah. the, I mean the, you, you knew it when I think it was last episode uh, where he's he's talking to She Hulk at the the bar and he goes oh look at that hot chick over there I'm gonna go talk to it yes, yes. you know you know instead of saying her or or whatever, or the woman or you know he says it as in you know and it was so ridiculously over the top you know caricature. Um, to make him be the misogynist's dumbass, pig, whatever, you know, which is, I guess, fine. But,
2: but I think it also plays in, like, indirectly to the troll stuff to deal with later, which deals with those type of people who are misogynistic right. and over the top, right? Yeah, but I, so, but I,
4: but I promise you, if you met those people in real life, they may still say those things and they're still stupid, and but they're going to still be real people and right, they're not right, going to right. be as stupid as this. And they're certainly, if they are, they're not, they're not going to be working in the DA's office. Right. and, and, and That's
1: uh, the key right there. There yeah, are people it, that stupid.
0: Yeah, they that just that's, don't that's, work in the DA's office. Right. Right. And also, the, the, you know, even if they're making a, <laughs> a, a point to point at trolls, maybe uh, I, again, that's what you're saying and maybe you're right. I, I don't know. But again, you know, who's, who's watching the show? You know, I mean, fans of the Marvel Universe, uh, a lot of people, uh, and and this is just a guess that most people, as that read She Hulk when she came out back in the 70s and 80s, and and even now, are probably males because the males dominate the, the comic book readership, and that's that's just just um, an observation. Not not that it's 100 percent true that plenty of women uh, watch these these movies and shows and, and read comic books too but um i so i i don't know what what that i don't know i i guess maybe it's it's supposed to be funny or, or something I, I don't know it, it's just well again they... I'm, I'm watching she hulk for for, for she hulk in the marvel universe and and this didn't fit is all i'm saying i guess
2: the only other thing i would put is it was kind of uh, you know, whether people liked it or not, I guess, was the idea that you're showing that the Asgardians are more getting involved in Earth because yeah, of maybe, the light you know. elf, okay. right? So, yep. I mean, because right, it's true. kind of a little nod with that. And whether you thought it was over the top or whatever, right? Well,
1: I Thor's mean, an idiot now, so... Yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> yeah. Right.
2: Yeah. But, I th- like, I'm going to jump a little bit, but it's like having some, like... Bringing in the wrecking crew, the guys that we get at the end of the episode that uh, She Hulk fights, it's kind of cool because that's again, it's kind of, if I'm recalling correctly, they're some of, uh, in Thor's Rogues Gallery. So you're kind of having more of that tie with Thor. And I mean, you've already shown that Hulk and Thor have, you know, have had several interactions and have a fun little rivalry. So it's just, I think it's trying to expand on different parts maybe yeah but again i could be wrong so yeah
3: i
0: mean yeah you you could be right i mean it's uh but yeah all right you know i mean it's i mean we're we're gonna probably go back to a a lot because obviously this was the main focus of the episode but i do like finding things that even if it fell out of place at least to me i'm not saying it falls out of place for other folks that on this podcast or that are listening but there are aspects that could relate to the main storyline such as like you said the, these the elf and and how they they're all appearing now and they, maybe they'll make a have something to do with um the series near the end or in a few episodes from now uh and things like that so or, or in their greater or, scheme of things into the greater the universe. universe right yeah,
2: yeah. So,
3: yeah. i mean yeah. isn't isn't there going to be another hulk movie coming out soon like to talked too. on that,
2: yeah, not because
3: I mean that could be like the you know the abomination being released could be kind of an opener for that,
2: or they could be going to somewhere else too. Though, yeah, I heard about. tell yeah. of World
3: War Hulk or something. World like War that. Hulk,
2: yeah. 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 yeah.
4: So, but so like one of the things I always liked about the Marvel Universe uh, um, when I when I was reading comics, which means you're going back to the '80s and '90s. More than DC, and I like both Marvel and DC. But one of the things I like about Marvel that you didn't see as much in DC was that there was always casual continuity, uh, meaning you know it wouldn't be unusual for Spider-Man to, to swing by like the Baxter Building, or Avengers Mansion, uh, and and have some sort of comment about whatever you know whatever had just happened in their in their books, or yeah. you you or you could just have a character pop in without having the big splat uh, like thing on the cover that says. You know, guest starring Doctor Strange wouldn't necessarily be on the cover of the book. He just would pop up for a couple of panels to have a conversation with somebody or somebody has an issue and they go see Reed Richards. Or you have a, ba- a character who's fighting the Hulk, but the powers come from Asgard, right? Which is where you get with the Wreckers. And the Wreckers have been such a generic – the Wreckers the are like in Marvel Comics. They're the the closest you get to generic bad guys right? because they are the break out of prison – Rob a bank, get put back in prison. That's pretty <laughs> much their character arcs. uh You know, they they had they all have magic weapons. They have a kind of a lamish theme, so they're you know they are like as generic a supervillain as you could possibly imagine. Um, and and so they work. I mean, they, these no, they weren't great villains here, but the Wrecking Crew isn't supposed to be great villains. They are supposed to be your we need to somebody for our, our hero to beat up. Oh, let's get the wrecking crew, because they
2: suck. They're the jobbers.
4: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I, so it was kind of neat to see him here, and they still managed to give them their, even though this is not an Asgardian um, TV series. It's not a Thor-related thing. They still gave them their, their, their Asgardian uh, backstory. I mean, a little bit less involved, but, you know, hey, we just got Asgardian weapons. So, uh, so that was neat to see. Um, so yeah, and and it's by the way they do mention that they work for somebody, so this is almost certainly going to be ex- expanded upon. Who who yep. were they trying to get her blood for? Um, and there could is be it a couple like of different on,
2: like you had suggested, or...
4: could it be Roxxon? Could it be some people suggested because the, the if you remember the Incredible Hulk, they had the, the forecast or uh, foreshadowed the leader. Yeah. So some people have suggested that. Some people have suggested uh, you, you could be talking about um, Thunderbolt Ross, which would be a problem because the actor just died. Uh, <laughs> there's all sorts of, of ways that this could tie in to somewhere someone um, who, who wants to study about who you know how did she get her superpowers and how can you make more super uh, gamma powered. Super beings, and so there is something there. This is a foreshadowing of, of what's coming, uh, but yeah, or maybe it's someone because they got his guardian weapons. Where did, where, where did they get his guardian weapons from? Maybe it's an guardian villain. Damn, well, I was thinking William,
2: even Madam Hydra, too, right? William, William Hurt dying nice. is, is yeah. devastating.
4: Well, they could always get, um, oh crap, why can't I think of his name? The mustache who played the whole played, uh, Thunderbolt Ross in, uh. The Ang Lee Hulk. I forget. It's a long time
0: ago. The guy who killed Hitler. Oh, and the Bigfoot. <laughs> Sam Elliott.
1: Oh, Sam yeah, Elliott. Sam Thank him. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But <laughs> I, I, I. But William Hurt's the best. Oh yeah, but, no, yeah. William Hurt was great. Great. But Sam Elliott's a... good. Sam Elliott's good.
4: Yeah. Yeah, but He's they're good. they're going. It's a role that they are probably going to have to recast.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah.
4: But you know, maybe he's behind it. So there's a lot of possibilities there. I'm really curious. I'm trying hard not to speculate too much because um, you know, Marvel's first TV series was uh, uh, Wanda and the Scarlet Witch. And people went absolutely insane with their speculations as to where the yeah. show was going. And they ended up hating the end, not so much because the ending was bad, but because the ending could not possibly live up to the... Uh, the grand apocalyptic vision that they had conjured, in which they've resurrected every Oscar winner from the dead to star as Marvel supervillains, you know, it's just um, it was it was a little ridiculous. So it's still a TV show; it's still working on a TV show budget, even if it is a fairly extensive TV show budget. So I'm not expecting, you know, I'm not expecting like Tom Cruise to pop up or anything.
2: Not yet. Um, <laughs> not right. Yet. Right.
4: <clears throat> not not what Maverick still not still in the top five in the box office.
0: Yeah, Yeah, a good yeah that's awesome. Yeah, Tom Cruise rules. He's the best. Um. So so uh, one thing I'm I'm kind of disappointed so far about the this uh, this season so far, and it's not because of anything we've seen. It's because of what we haven't seen, which is they've been advertising her huge and in the posters and all this other stuff was Tatiana and. Yet we see her for one minute at the end of episode one, and we haven't seen her since. And yeah, I'm but we get every episode we
2: have every week. They have the news that has something more about Titania. Yeah, and this yeah, that's week true. it was talking about how she was sure that her legal team was going to get her off. She right, didn't right. know how, but she was going to get off. So they're still having that tease, right? Right,
0: right. Yeah. yeah well, that's. The, I wonder if She-Hulk will have to – uh, to, be to the, the presenter. Yeah, which that which might is be kind the of funny, fight. because she's the one that, that put her in jail in the first
3: place. But... <laughs> well, I mean, in things... the end, that, that might be the boss fight.
4: Yeah, Titania has always been well, was kind of generic <laughs> on the other end. It was like, we need strong female villain Titania. Mike, so Mike,
2: we
0: could say that about various uh, lesser characters, like Black well, Panther just, and I, I, all these other characters and now they're trying to make them big like they did with Black No, Panther. no, no, Maybe but I don't know do if they're that trying Zitanya. to make her big. I'm saying okay.
4: that was just like the Wreckers. She was like kind of
0: in that same category
4: of generic villain. She was never a standout villain other than the fact sure, sure. that that's what she was. She was sort of just and because you had strong female superhero, it became natural to have strong female supervillain be the match to strong female superhero. And eventually, I guess in the comics, it just became, you know, what this is kind of fun. Just, just don't stop ambushing me. And well, you know, if you want to spar at some point, we'll just fight it out. And it just became sort of she became She Hulk's sparring partner.
0: So it'd be kind of interesting. So Titania to see if was was going. always in She Hulk, and not most of the wasn't a villain really for other comics. No, 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 right? no.
4: She was originally introduced in the first Secret Wars comic. She okay. was not a She Hulk villain at the time. She Hulk was in the Fantastic Four. She. she'd been in a number of other books, um, and, and just somehow because she hulk has not had a consistent comic for a long you know, she was on and off, uh, and then at some point she became a just, just somehow ended up as a She Hulk villain, sort of like, um, yeah, yeah, the character Sabretooth was not originally an X Men villain and was not originally a Spider Man, uh, not a Spider Man, a Wolverine villain, but he just ended up working out so well in that, in hindsight, yeah, yeah. that's what he's known for.
0: Sure, sure. It makes sense. Yeah, so so that's a good point uh, that you made, Sean. Which or was it you, Kevin? That that said that we keep on hearing news reports about her. So may, maybe she'll play a big part in the second half. She, she must in the that's series. That's It just yeah, makes especially sense, right? since they they've been promoting her big in in the advertisements.
2: And just the irony, of right? That she's an influencer. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: and she's committing crimes, and it's it's yeah, okay because yeah. she's an influencer, right? So, and it would be it, it would be ironic to awesome. have her okay. half have, have Jennifer have to defend her somehow, defend her, and I mean, of course, it'll end up being some kind of a fight or whatever, but it would just be that kind of like just putting her in that uh, difficult situation for Jennifer, right? Yeah, because yeah. maybe that would be the reason. Maybe that would be the point where Jennifer just says walks away. It's possible. Right, if like, yeah who knows? Right. But the, uh, the other thing I was going to get onto you was the fourth wall breaking sequence in the car was fun. Well, I was really that when she, that. she
0: looked? She looked. She happy, starts
2: looking she at the audience. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my girls driving.
0: <laughs> my, my girls were completely confused with that scene. They go, how can she do that, Dad, when, when, <laughs> when, when she's driving? Why is she not crashing? And I, I didn't know how to explain it. I, I honestly well, it's because had no idea. She's, she's not
4: driving. It's a TV show. Yeah. Right. And and I saw somebody who just was completely confused by this, and I'm not going to mention who they are, but I, I it's a young-ish, I'm guessing twenty something, uh, YouTuber, and. I just kind of stumbled into it. And I kind of liked that just getting perspective from someone of a completely different background and mindset of myself on some of these things. But she also like loves monster movies and things like that. And she just like went off on this episode. She like, she just completely did not get the jokes. Like didn't know that they were jokes. Like when she Hulk took her hands off the wheel, she said, stop, take, don't take your hands off the wheel. You're just going to reinforce the bad stereotypes, women drivers. It's like, it's, oh my God! It's like you're, you're not understanding. And it's like don't. And you're telling us that it's not a, uh, <laughs> uh, well, not a, not a cameo. Look. And it's not a cameo show. But you, didn't you tell we have all these cameras. Like, right. That was the point of the joke. It was like offensive okay. You know, defensive about that. The
0: I think this this woman that's on YouTube has certain agendas and is a little off. To to yeah, that that's pretty bad, Mike.
4: Oh no, she well no, she had. Well, she has agendas, might not be the ones you think. I don't know if about agendas, uh, but she's she's but got no. Issues. But about about
0: about about the stereotype of of a woman driver like. Um, oh no no no! Uh, there no, are, no, there no, were there were no, other
4: because she really had a problem with the uh, with with the stereotyping of the of uh, Dennis and you know the you know the uh, the, the guy as the as the uh, as the pig and kind of the way that she felt that men are being portrayed. She she has has a uh, lot of issues with the show. Yeah yeah. Yeah, uh, and I, I, so. I, I wouldn't be clear on like exactly what her politics were, but she feels like she's just made a judgment about the show and is looking for things to complain about. So I'm yeah, not going to yeah. watch any more of her coverage of the show. But um, yeah, she right. clearly did not get exactly what some of the jokes were. Right. Yeah. I mean,
0: um, it, it, it sounds that way. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So that was a fun sequence, I thought, and just the, the interaction and just. For us, it got the joke. It was at least it was very funny. Um, But then, like Mike had talked about having Benedict come in. Oh, and he explains everything.
0: He was explaining everything that Mike you explained to us offline, as well as in our last podcast. Yeah, it's like oh my god, Mike just
4: explained it all. Well, well, except it's all except he also was kind of bullshit. Is that uh, as far as I know, he didn't like it seemed like they were in on it. Like it wasn't like he was forcibly kidnapped from it, but he was right. just kind of saying that like, Hey, this is my buddy. Yeah. I got him out of trouble. Yeah. Uh, and I, and I really did appreciate the fact that they did say, uh, you know, you just confessed to a crime here. And it was like, Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I gotta go. Bye. Gotta go. That,
0: that was funny. That was funny. Well, <laughs> it, 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 oh, go on, Sean. I'm sorry. I, I going was just saying
2: Sorry. But uh, Wong's referencing no way home with the spell. And then like online, there's a big debate about, is Wong even supposed to know about the spell that, uh, Well,
4: except um, that if you Duncan watch Strange No Way Cast. Home, if you watch No Way Home, he refers to using that spell to make people forget about, like, uh, what happened at a party. So he's used the spell in the past, so he could be refer- referring to other instances of the spell. Yeah, exactly. Yep.
0: Um, but I
2: thought it was just interesting, because it gives you that you could be a reference to that, right? And it, yeah. cause he's also the, the Sorcerer Supreme, so to me, that would make sense that he would Maybe not no. everyone else is affected by it, but you yeah. wouldn't be affected by it?
4: Right. That's so, kind of what just, I thought, too. Right, because the, everything in No Way Home comes about because they try to cast a spell to um, make everybody forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. And that, that's that's sort of what sets up the entire story. And then things go awry. So that's, that is a reference to that. But, again, they also reference other things. Instances of that, so he may have forgotten about that the way he's supposed to forget about it, or he might not have uh or it's a weakening nod to the audience because again, it is a more of a sitcomy show. I don't know how much yeah. uh, how much i would I would um, worry about continuity too much in this show I mean it's there, yeah, I think it's
2: all over, <laughs> but and that's fine, right,
4: yeah. Uh I didn't even really care for the elf woman.
0: Yeah, I don't know about anyone else. I just didn't like just the well, act. I, I didn't I, just, I didn't like I mean oh you mean the oh well, you know what my problem was? It was part of the Emil Blonsky uh stuff and and I didn't really care about that. But um explain what you felt, Mike. Well, I just like she's supposed to like
4: she's doing this like sort of oh look at me, I'm a mischievous act, but it really just felt like a person going, Oh look at me, I'm a mischievous elf as opposed to someone who actually is a mischievous elf. Does that does that make any sense?
2: Maybe she was building up for her TikTok account.
4: Yeah, it just she just as the the, the way the actress played the character, it just it just felt off. It didn't find I didn't find it that's fun. How she was
0: put that's how, how she was told to play it.
4: Oh, it might have been, but it she didn't work for me. It just sure, it sure. just just did not work. Right. Um I thought actually some of the stuff that was done Playing with the idea of a shapeshifter, I enjoyed that where she starts assuming other yeah. people's identities to get herself out of trouble.
1: Especially the judge, that was okay. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. that was awesome. well, and, and the Megan the Fox thing was was you know a famous person that's hot, and and the guy's a buffoon and he actually thinks he's dating her. But again, Italian, Italian, but doesn't it even matter because if she if she's a shapeshifter and she looks like that and that's who you're with in bed. I think
4: that's okay, well, my favorite line in the episode was probably you thought she drove a passant when talking about Megan the stallion about how stupid he was about not picking up that woman oh the that was one.
0: hilarious, yeah, yeah, why is she not in like a real- car, a, a a wealthy person's car? yeah, exactly,
4: not that yep. there's anything wrong with passant people that's true, that's true,
0: yeah, yeah, it kind of was interesting that Megan the stallion. Uh, it was almost a commentary on her and wealthy elites, because it's saying they're wasting. You know, she would waste two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a wealthy car, car instead of using that money on something to help us, the world, and not uh, that I don't. We think don't. I, wa- that was a commentary not, not, on that. Not that we don't waste money every day, because we we do, but we're not wasting two hundred fifty thousand dollars on a car. You may be right, Mike. Maybe 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 these directors and writers. Are in that league, and so they're not trying to make that commentary. But well, I mean, they point out they're 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 pointing out issues of wealth,
4: right? And like when the guy says, you know, $175,000 will buy a home in some places, yeah. Um, and a lot of places, just you know, not generally Los Angeles and New York City,
0: (laughs) Um, right? right. Yeah,
3: I mean, this guy, I mean, this guy is just pouring, he's pouring money into a woman that he he thinks he's. You know, this famous woman that he thinks he's going to get it on with and have a have a relationship with. So, I mean, yeah, he's excited, and he's probably just – I I mean, I'm not making excuses for him. I'm just saying he's just probably just not thinking about what he's yep. doing, you know, until, yep. he, until he realized, oh, wait, this isn't who I thought it was. So I got right. duped, and it's like, do you honestly think you had a chance with Megan D. Stallion or whatever her name is that it's just – well, I mean, the if, thing is, it's it's like, I mean, if, look at look at today. I mean, we've got the, what was that guy's name? Davidson with with Kim Kardashian. I remember when they started dating, everybody's going, everybody's saying, you've got to be kidding me. How on earth did those two get together? You know, I mean, of course, people are taking bets like how long are they going to last? But the whole point, I mean, I remember seeing. You know, there's always these signs and memes that, you know, if, if Davidson could get with Kim, you know, maybe, you know, maybe you actually have a snowball's chance in August for, you know, something. It's just um, well, you um so the other way
0: around. You, you know, I mean, da- uh, Davidson's a, a pretty popular, funny guy, you know, and, and, and Kim Kardashian may have been lucky to get him. You don't know. I, I mean, he has bipolar, so maybe that's not a good thing. But but you know what I'm talking about. It's like but I see your point, which is, you know, let's say Kim is a 10. And it's like Davidson, whether famous or not, whether funny or not, whether wealthy or not, whether a good guy or not, he was he got a ten, right? And that's what I think you're trying to imply, right, Kevin?
3: Right, right. And so I mean, he th- and maybe, and also this guy thinks highly of himself that okay, maybe he actually does have a chance with Megan Thee Stallion. So he he puts in. I mean, I it's just he's rich, so he can put the money into the relationship. To try to impress her, to try to get something out of her, I mean, I, I mean, think, I mean, guy, I mean, I know guys that do that. You know, they'll buy. Well, may, may, may,
0: maybe he was in love with her. We don't know.
3: Uh, I don't think that guy is really capable of love. At least not at the well, moment.
0: And we, we also forget that you, you know, in the, if this you know, we, we forget this is the Marvel universe world. So we keep on forgetting right. that there's shapeshifters. So, you know, if, if we. Forget it's the Marvel Universe, and we're just looking at it as the "quote unquote" real world on TV. We, we I, I could see him not figuring out that it's not Megan the Stallion because, you know, I, I forgot there was well, shape I mean, in the Marvel Universe. Like
3: I mean, even if you're in the Marvel Universe, I mean, if you're meeting a woman, one of the first things you're not going to ask is, "Are you a shape shifting elf?" Right. That's true. You know, it's it's probably not going to be something that comes to mind because they're not, I mean, let's face it, I mean, they're not that common. Right. And
4: the idea of superheroes is still relatively small. This isn't like the comic Marvel universe where there are kind of superheroes running all over the place. There's still a fairly limited number as far as we can tell. Right, you basically have the, you have the Avengers and a handful of supervillains. Um yeah. So, yeah, the idea, now, because they've done this whole story arc with the uh, Asgardians coming to Earth, yeah, there's more. And I like the fact that they're allowing that to expand and branch out. But still, you're not expecting a random person you pick up to be a shapeshifter.
2: Yep. And just wait for what's coming. <laughs> That's
0: right. The scrolls. Right, with Secret
4: Invasion next next year, two years yeah. from now, whenever that comes out. Oh
0: right, right. But yeah, so so you know, I mean, uh, jerk or not, um, yeah, I mean, it's you know, it's, it's I I I
3: can't fault them. I can't fault them.
0: I can't fault them.
3: Well, regardless, I mean, I don't know. It I, I think we're kind of spending too much on on this this trial thing it's funny because we're spending so much on this trial and this situation it's like the the thing that we don't like the thing that we like the least about the whole series so far well i don't know what there is on this we, we kind
4: of hit i think all the main topics right i mean it's you had two trials and the abomination is out right Um, we had the, 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 the trial, the other guy that we didn't necessarily care a whole lot about.
3: And then we had the, that, that wrecking crew trying to get something, trying to inject her or get blood sample from her. So we know that there's a little bit of a conspiracy going on. Yes.
4: So, um. But we don't know where. And again, we're not seeing a connections here, and they're not showing us connections at the moment,
3: right?
0: Um, let's see. Uh, what else do you want to talk? I want to talk about a little bit. Uh, more about the abomination. So he he's he is found not guilty.
4: Well no, he well, found no, he, eligible for patrol for parole. Yeah, it wasn't a for trial. trial. It, was, it was just a a parole hearing. Uh and they say that he was um a model citizen and he was forced to escape, which probably wasn't the case, but he, he volunteered to return, which he did. You know, it was his decision to return. And so good for him. Right? And that, that helps and they come up with the idea of uh, giving him, like, a restriction on using his powers in order to maintain
0: his parole. Right, right. Which is not to turn into the abomination, period. Ever. Right. Yeah. And which, which I think we all know is not going to happen. Sure. sure right. right, right, right. Yeah. But... Then, then if he then he he's gonna go back to jail. So, but again, if he's evil, well, I don't even know if it's his evil side. It may just be his his uh his uh, trickery side too. You know. So, I mean, but either way, yeah, if he's smart, he he wouldn't want to do it because he's basically if he gets off, which he is, he he's never going back to jail again. But you're right. This is the Marvel universe. This is a character of importance. This is a character that will most likely turn. To the abomination again, and therefore break his parole agreement.
3: Right. Well,
2: I think this is the thing, though, that it can lead to him going back to prison because we, like we've talked about, the hinting you the idea of the thunderbolts. Sorry.
0: You are oh, keep on, on keep... the clock. Oh, shoot! You guys can hear that. Damn it. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right, I'll have to. I'll have to, sh- I'll have to shut the, that off. Uh, all right. So anyway. uh, uh, so yeah, I, got, I, I, got a fancy, I got a fancy football draft okay. going on in the background. So uh, anyway, uh, continue, um, Sean. What were you saying?
2: So, so what I was just saying was that we saw Julia Louis Dreyfus's Madame Hydra starting to recruit people in other series and movies. So it would make sense for Abomination to get into trouble again and go back to jail, and then that that what is what leads you know Madame Hydra to come and recruit him. And get him out of jail for the Thunderbolts or whatever version they're going to do, right? right?
4: Yeah, and I did mention last week we talked about the seven pen pals that that might have been the Thunderbolts, and then we see these seven women. So I was wrong about that. Uh, Oops. Um, But you did notice I don't know if you watched the the post credits where they they show the pictures. They show the, uh, like, they look like the court drawings, court, court paintings of him driving off in the bus, the prison bus, and the women. Like one of them was like crying as he leaves them, so I'm curious if he's going to stay with them as he said he was going to, or if he has is going off and running away somewhere. I'll be curious to see you know what's actually happening to that character, and if those women are still going to be part of his future.
3: Well, I mean, it's obvious we haven't heard the last from him, but we'll see what happens. Let's hope. Well, I mean, you Uh wonder if Hulk is going to come back, and so it's like Hulk and She-Hulk are going to team up with Abomination at the end, or, again, this could be just setting up for a future movie. I think
4: Hulk is out for the long term, because they're trying not to make the She-Hulk series a Hulk series. That's true. And they're they're trying to set up the next Hulk
0: story. I could see them bringing him back... Maybe at the end, the last episode, you know, as a big credit scene or something. Yeah. 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 But I think he'd be back in a major role. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, they they did say guest star um, for the actor that, that plays him. So it, it yeah, I, I would concur with you, Mike. Yeah. And, and to be honest, I'm, I'm okay with, with, I know a lot of people I'm talking to, on facebook because a lot of people know that i'm a huge she-hulk fan in general even before the series so they're all asking me who do you think is going to be this you know the cameo here and the cameo there and honestly but you're like the worst
4: them. person to ask because you don't watch the rest of the Marvel stuff
0: well that that is fairly true but but i, I that's what i tell them I, I i don't tell them that but i tell them i personally i, I don't care to see any cameos because i want to just see a she-hulk show
3: that's how i feel oh, i don't well, know like... i have fun with the i have fun with the cameos
0: no, and I'm not saying that's bad. A lot of people do, but but yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like a Uber She-Hulk fan, so I just care about the She-Hulk. So all the other characters are just taking away from her, in my sense, in my in my opinion. And again, that's that's not a big. It, it's like you know, the universe when they were trying to do that that um, Universal Monster Universe, and they were adding all the monsters together, and it's like I don't want it. I just want to see the Wolf I don't care about Frank. I, I'll watch Frankenstein in his own movie. I, I just want to see the Wolf you know, so uh, it's kind of how I feel about this. I've never been like a real universe fan, like like a lot of people. Um, but I think that's related to me from being a reader, where I never liked books that were series because, well, not necessarily series, but like a character, a main character that's in a book, like a detective in every book, because you know the detective's never going to die. So I just likes a lot of standalone stuff. So, when it, when it comes to my characters that I do like, I, I, I like the standalone stuff.
4: Um, well, I mean, it's but, the, the whole idea of the trial on. thing, right, of the being, She-Hulk being a trial lawyer, is that she would be, that the trial gives a, a natural way to bring other characters into the story.
3: And kind of yeah. emphasizes you, her yeah, character. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, it in and even it, and all,
0: all in, all, in right, right, and that's true. And in all in all, I, whether I I just want my She Hulk or not, I have to understand this is the Marvel universe. You know, I, if that's just a fact. You know, so it is what it is. Um. So um, let's see. Uh, for this episode here uh I, I think they did develop her 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 new buddy uh the guy, well they 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 fo- helped develop her her paralegal and they helped develop uh the, the law that was uh taking the Emil bronsky case so, and he's going to be an important part and friend of She-Hulk, i think uh throughout the series as well um and i think that's the guy that brought her the flowers right or, or, or whatever it was, the candy or whatever, when she she joined the company. I think so.
3: Oh, yeah. The yeah. map to the uh, to the to the good bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. And the
0: bathroom, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So so I think I think this was a good episode to do that, where they developed two of her supporting characters that will be part of her her uh, circle of, of, of friends that aren't necessarily superheroes. And so I think that that was important for this episode. So that was good. Um let's see. Uh what else? What else do we want to talk about Where what do we want to go? Well, I mean,
4: I do think they they they're having fun with the media stuff. They're making fun of the online trolls, all those comments were things that are or have been said uh recently about the Marvel universe. Um the thing about um the exercise and regimen and whatever else it was that they asked her about the diet and uh, exercise diet yeah. and exercise bit right is yeah. is a thing because it's something that they tend to ask actresses about and uh i saw somebody point out that there was a, a an interview with scarlett johansson and she's sitting next to uh hawkeye um oh. jeremy renner And they're both wearing skin tight outfits in the movies. Right. But for some reason, they decide to ask her about was she wearing underwear, because it Mm -hmm, seemed like there wasn't room to wear underwear. And She was just like, what? But those are the kind of like stupid questions actresses get that the actors themselves tend not to. Um, So I think that was just a, a commentary on that, a play on that.
2: One other thing I was going to throw in again. This is just more on the silly side. Was uh, Wong's LinkedIn profile? Yeah, where he's listed as the Supreme Sor- or Sorcerer Supreme, and his employment industry or uh, history includes Target Sales Associate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. yeah. Target Sales
4: Associate, then librarian at Carmitage, and then Sorcerer Supreme.
2: So I thought I, that I was kind of that. fun, and he has one mutual connection in Bruce Banner. Yeah. That was so that that let's list on his profile. So I thought that was kind of fun.
4: Well, they met in Infinity War, right? Yep. So
2: wreck the stairs, um,
4: <laughs> and and they and they both survived the blip. So that that was that gave them five years to become better associated.
2: So, but I think that like that stuff is kind of fun, right? Just the. Oh sure, those little people. things.
4: Um, apparently, some people were upset about that too because people are dumbasses that oh, that they thought it was humiliating that he used to work at Target. I was like, really? I,
3: I missed it actually, I and mean, that, that 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 actually, that actually yeah. makes me appreciate the show more. I mean, the, this episode more.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, that's 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 just. You know you know the the people, people being Yeah, they're looking for they're yeah. people
4: looking for excuses to complain about a thing. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Was yeah. it like hate watching or something? Yeah,
4: pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, you know what Disney sees? Watching. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they see people they see Yeah. It's you know, if you 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 can hate on me
0: all you want, just make sure you buy the ticket. Right. Right, right. Yeah. And, and, you know, I, I mean, you never can trust any reviews anymore. I mean, even critical reviews, you can't trust anymore. Uh, but right now, I think it's 87 percent for critics and 50 percent for viewers on Rotten Tomatoes. And and again, um, some of that, the critics is a is certain perspective and some of the the. Regular view is it's just trolls. So you, you, who knows? You, you just got to watch it and, and determine yourself. And decide. For yourself. Uh, I don't know. Right. There's no. Even, yeah, yeah. That's all you can do. Yeah, because it, because it's all even reviews now are all crapola. And Whether
2: if you don't like it, or, don't watch it. Or or right. Critics. Right. That's yeah. pretty you don't shit possible. over
1: shit all over yeah. on it just because it's, you don't like it.
2: Especially if it's yeah. a streaming yeah.
1: service. Uh,
0: uh, except. <laughs> It, actually, there's an exception, Barrett. I have to interrupt. Uh, I agree, Mr. Fox. The exception is when you're forced to do a podcast, and it's like, why did we do this?
1: if you're legitimately it. reviewing something, yeah, and you're yeah. you've committed to a weekly, then the yeah, stand. I mean, it's your it's your, it's stand, your problem, yeah. but <laughs> yeah, but you stand. decided to do it, and you can always decide right. to stop doing it.
0: Yeah, I know, I know, that's true. But but you know, since you're already in, and and people are listening. You know, I think the better thing is how we did it, Mike, with American Gods, which is we we came out uh, when season three came out and did a two minute message saying that, you know, it's a show's just not for us. And we've decided to move on. We have more other shows and whatnot to review.
2: I I will say in your defense, though, Phil, that your stand review podcast was far more entertaining than the actual series. (laughs) Indeed. 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 (laughs) Yeah, we even so take
0: scared away a we even scared away a, a guest uh, writer for some major uh, paper or online newspaper, and I forget what the name of the newspaper was, but it was it's one one that everybody knows. And he was going to join us, and then he listened to our podcast and heard how much we hated the show. So he said, he said, "Oh, I can't make it after all." And you know, we let it. We didn't push him. Yeah, so I was gonna.
2: And the other thing I would say is that you also made it clear, or you know, reminded people that the 1994 miniseries of The Stand was far superior.
0: (laughs) Yeah, and I did it in four hours. Oh, actually, three hours. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of funny. Uh, Harold was the hero. Did it only do it in three hours? Not longer. Uh, It was like an hour and a half. Oh, yeah, you're right. I think it was three episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So It was 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 a miniseries, wasn't it? It was only two hours. Four hours, four hours, yeah. Yeah. One, two, three, four and a half hours. Yeah, something like that. But 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 Harold was the hero.
2: The protagonist, the baby. <laughs>
0: yeah, in the new series. Um but anyway, back to She Hulk. Um so um what else uh do we want to talk about on the episode? Is there any other scenes that anybody had that are written down that they wanted to talk about that we, we have not
3: covered yet? I have to admit, I thought it was a little tasteless when they were twerking at the twerk twerking twerking whatever it is. Well, I, twerk, twerking. I, like, I mean, I get the humor. I just, I just well, thought. I, just, I liked it. <laughs> I know, well, I know, I'll, I'll, I know. People did. I just, well, I just well, didn't. That's all. Well, well,
0: I'll, I'll get. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you What the deal is with that, Kevin? There's two. One, it is tasteless because it is twerking. And it is also hypocritical about the, the male gaze and what they're trying to do, but but it is also funny and cute, and, and even if that sounds odd because, you know, it's tasteless but cute. And Megan the the Stallion is is or whatever her name is Megan the Stallion yeah Megan the Stallion is famous for twerking that that's what she's known for so that's that's why they did it well and uh, but uh, again why uh, did they choose Megan the Stallion instead of say another singer right I mean that that, so that's a fair point too Kevin if you wanted to bring that point up now Mike you was gonna say something I was
4: gonna say well I mean there is and I am not one who harasses women but there is always uh, that sort of mixed message so you point that out there like I know. You know, women who will complain about being, you know, wolf whistled at walking by the construction site and then women who will feel flattered and complimented for for the same thing. And the, the, the send the messages that are sent are so mixed. Yeah, yeah. And the same thing here. Right. You like you said, you want to complain about this and then you're going to have them twerking. So. You know, whatever it's like. Yes, you can revel in your sexuality, but also then don't be surprised when people recognize, and acknowledge it. um <laughs>
1: Revel in it with you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, there's a, there's a not, not to bring up my Taylor, my regular Taylor Swift references because Taylor Swift is awesome and she's my, my favorite musician. But one of her songs, uh, uh, you need to calm down. There's a line in it where they're talking about what she sings. How uh we, we, we know you guys that are. Looking and judging the woman on on the internet, and you're know, throwing certain ones shade. In other words, she's implying that you know where, where men go on the internet and they grade women or, or sexualize them. And of course, you you can just go to Instagram where you want to you know follow you know uh, the the New England Patriots, for example. And then literally 95% of every other account on Instagram is a woman exploiting themselves so it's like yeah it's, it's like it, it, it's a complete mixed message mike so you're absolutely right it's it's just weird so you know so taylor swift who who talks about it and then yet the woman that those guys that she are judging that she's talking about those guys are judging women who are on Instagram who are self exploiting themselves anyway. So it's you know, and that's what Megan the Fox, you can argue, is saying. And, right. and even though with Megan the, Megan, Fo- the Fox, though. Megan the Fox, Ma- 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 Megan the Megan Fox, Star. Megan, I the like Stallion.
1: Mistake though. Ma-
4: it's- I, I, do, Ma- I, do, I do. Does anyone I, I, explain I, I, to her that stallions but, are male horses? I I, I thought
3: that I was wondering the same thing. I thought that too. T h e e so the.
1: Yeah. So but, I, don't, I don't know if it you know well you know, it's like, a last
0: name Stallion's a last name but right I'm, I'm just I'm just making it up but <laughs> my point is is that even she when when she came out with that song WAP or W-A-P or WAP or whatever it's called i not um, going to listen she, to that she well you should check the music video out it's like whoops uh, but either way <laughs> she um, uh, is supposed to be when the critics were, were praising it the, the typical critics that would Phrase it. They were saying it was a woman power song and all this other stuff, and yet you look at the the lyrics and you look at the video, and it's like, no, this is just sex exploitation and pornography, in some people's opinion as well. So it, it's 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 just a, a weird mixed message, the whole whole thing. And and I think Mike pointed out perfectly in, in that example. Um, so it, it is odd, and and that's the thing that's that's funny about, like I said, the Taylor Swift line, is is that whole thing. It's it's like the people who are looking at those women and and saying, oh, that one's hot or that one's not. The women have those pictures online for a specific reason, and so who's who's is anybody really to blame? Should can you blame the men that are looking at you, them? You can and judging always them? blame the
4: men, Phil. Absolutely yeah, you're
0: right. Yeah, you're
4: right. <laughs> you can always blame us. Well, because look, no question, no question. There are men out there that are absolute assholes. Absolutely no question about it, Bronski. Uh, absolutely no question that people do not understand context, time, and place. Uh, you know, there's all 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 sorts of things. You know, it's one thing to. to Hit on a woman at a bar—it's another thing to hit on the woman in the office and all that other stuff. I, I think that that's all perfectly valid. I'm it's just again, sure. there yeah. there are times that there are there are definitely mixed messages out there, and it's not just mixed messages to men. It's you're also getting like mixed messages to young women who are saying, you know, be proud of yourself, be strong, be independent, and dress like a, and and dress with your boobs popping out because that'll get you attention and twerk and, and twerk and twerk. And twerk <laughs> yes, because you'll
0: get better tips if your tits hang out. <laughs> which is true which, which but is it's true. true yeah exactly it's yeah. It's, it's all yeah. oh the the best one was this, this woman that on youtube uh she's she gave up now but she used to be really popular where she used to she used to um play guitar and you know cover songs and stuff and she was really good but she got like no views she got no views like you know like 1000 2000 which is decent but nothing great and then she one day or a low top with, her, with a lot of cleavage. And literally she got 1 million views literally within a week and, and was a huge sensation because she was talented and she was good looking. But now she was showing cleavage and so everybody's now watching her. Well, the, and, the thing is, you know, Phil, and that's the, just how it is. That
4: we are in our own little cinematic universe, just like you have the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But in our universe, there is only one superpower, and that is the power of the boobs.
0: indeed the power of the boobs you're absolutely right yeah it's true right it is what it is yeah it's true it's you know it's just a fact um and and so yeah so that that was the whole joke behind the twerking kevin so so your point is absolutely taken but um if you know megan the stallion as in t-h-e as as barrett pointed out um and stallion being a, a male horse um then you would get the joke but it is arguably also somewhat tasteless as
3: well i i would concur it, well it i mean i think that's yeah. part of i mean i think being tasteless was part of the humor it's just i it was just not something that appealed to me personally that's all well
4: yeah, the sure. problem the problem if it's a problem uh is that it's a thing now and once it becomes commonplace yeah. it the 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 vulgarity of it, based weirdly enough, it diminishes, and so it's just another thing that people do. Just like once upon a time mini skirts were shocking, and now they're not anymore. Now twerking is really not a big deal. Um, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And they and just they yep. just thought wouldn't it be funny to have right? Well, belly
0: shirts twerking or twerking with or crop with tops. No big deal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whale tails, uh, like you said, my cleavage, our low-cut ankles tops. were
2: were a dangerous thing to show at a time. Yeah, so. yeah. One time. Oh well, <laughs> like, you know,
0: well, look, the good ankles, those are hot, man. Those are just. <laughs> well, well, you know what's funny It's like my my wife back back like when I dated her, she she would never consider wearing an anklet or a toe ring or even painter hair, hair any color, but normal colors, and then now she wears toe rings and, and anklets and and last year at least tried p- purple or pink sh- stripes in her hair for for a little bit you know and and so yeah, yeah so p- things change so, you know perspectives change you know i mean yeah. tattoos when i was a kid yeah. tattoos no one had them and it was, it was like, not good to woman. have them yeah I, oh no I that was this woman came I remember this woman who came to my my, my house house, and I was like ten, and my mother had her over because she was doing a uh, private hair salon, you know, at, at people's house because she was trying to build a business. and so My mother brought her in, and she had a a, a little little flower an- ankle tattoo and i thought that was the weirdest thing and after she left i go did you see that and my mom goes yeah that was interesting and then you know nowadays everybody has a tattoo i mean yeah. let me rephrase kevin i know everybody doesn't but you know my point a lot, most folks that oh, you know no. who walk down the street they're as common as 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 earrings yeah. exactly and it's um you know, really and nothing wrong it. with that nothing wrong with that no. wrong oh with yeah that.
4: and i like my students just talk about when they get their tattoo as if it's just Yes. An, a, a thing of inevitability that everyone sure. – oh, no, we're all going to get our tattoos. When I started teaching because, again, I'm old, they would tell <laughs> you that tattoos were often a sign of someone who had been through some abuse yeah, um, not anymore. because it was just a thing. You couldn't say that anymore. And By the way, that's that wasn't them not understanding the community of their culture. No, that was a thing that a lot of people that abused would get tattoos. It's psychological things, whatever. You know, and now it's or, or like, they were
0: sailors, or they were sailors.
4: Or, or the sailors, but and but but it was a sign of rebellion, right? You'd get bikers yeah. and military guys, and and people were abused, and now it's and indigenous know, people. And, and, and now my mother has a tattoo, and look, guys, when my mother gets a tattoo, it's when it stops being cool. Uh, it's just her <laughs> mother has a tattoo,
0: too. that's awesome. Yeah.
4: Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just, she's got like a little butterfly tattoo on her ankle. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's not a big deal. So standards sure. change, yeah, and yeah, and it's and, and it's and it's perfectly fine for old people like us to not necessarily be happy about the standards changing. But you know what's going to happen? We're going to die. <laughs> yeah, you know,
1: we're going to die. And it won't matter anymore. It, it well, will it, not matter. But, but I think I think, Nobody I, will think care. The,
0: the, I think the main point and and the point that I've seen on internet. Uh, even though I, I don't really care about it, but it was a point, and, and it's kind of related to what Kevin said: is the hypocrisy of um, of the male gaze and people, and and the, the certain people within the show and in interviews offline have been complaining about the male gaze and what they were trying to do and woman power and all that. And then we see the She Hulk and this famous woman, Megan the Stallion twerking in a business office so it, it it's it's odd that that's all I'll put. i'm I, not you, gonna I, i'm not gonna say it's bad because i didn't but I, it is odd anyway go
4: now ahead. if you want to have
0: see something that
4: that actually has fun with the idea of the male gaze it's the remake of sleepaway camp that came out last year or two years ago where the whole thing is done in the female gaze and and it's it and they have a lot of fun with it and People should check it out. It's a fun little horror film um, that's got a lot of beefcake in it. So <laughs> they, they very much flip the script. Uh, <laughs> so, but it's fun. but that but see at least there they're they're not only recognizing it but they're actively doing a thing. They're not you know to to flip it around. They're not um,
0: trying to have their cake
4: and eat it too. Right, right, right.
0: Well, well, I think that's the problem with cake and eat it too, which is you can't be this way. And then let me show you everything on Instagram. Yeah. You know, so yeah. it's, it's yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but it, it, it is something that had to be brought um, up and, and we're going to get so much like hate. You up, Kevin. <laughs> I don't, I don't know, Mike. I, I, I mean, we're, we're talking about it logically. <laughs> I feel. I mean, seriously. Oh, I mean, oh, but the, what, what part of logic has nothing to do
4: with it. Yeah. Logic has nothing
0: to do. right. Your logic it's has nothing true. to do with hate mail. <laughs> but you know what? As as someone famous once said, uh, facts fuck don't them. care about your feelings. Yeah. No, facts don't care about your feelings, which is basically fuck them. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, anything else anybody wanted to bring up? Nope. All right. There go there go our three listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yes.
0: Uh, well, we actually do have more listeners than that, believe it or not. But. Uh, um We actually have a pretty good amount, Uh, but yeah, so uh, I guess we can wrap up our discussion for tonight Um, and uh, yeah, let's do it. So uh, the first thing is, is let's go with you, Barrett, your final thoughts on this episode here.
1: Yeah, I like this episode. It was a lot of fun. I thought Um, it was not an earth-shaking episode that was going to be like, wow, this was the greatest thing ever. But it's, you know, one episode in the beginning third of the series. So, you know, I'm sure we're going to get more plot-related stuff. And this was just one of the day in the life, like Mike said.
0: All right. Sounds good. Uh, Let's go with you, Kevin.
3: Um. I'm not. I mean, this whole series. I'm not. I think somebody was mentioning it earlier. You know, I'm not. Antici- I'm not anticipating. I'm not um, looking for anything deep. This is mm-hmm. a funny show. I just want to enjoy it as a funny show. And this episode was a funny episode, and so I was very satisfied with it. I, you know, it it met my expectations. And I, I have, this, despite the, the one little uh, tidbit I mentioned at the end, I still enjoyed it. And even the tidbit at the end, I still got the humor. I just didn't appreciate it. That's all.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, it was a fine episode. You know, it was fun. Everything Kevin said sums it up. Uh, but um, I do I do hope they, they go more She-Hulk uh, than... Um, some of these these miscellaneous things that don't really, what I feel anyway, fit fit the main storyline uh, that I'm hoping that they're going with. Uh, like last episode I thought was really good. Uh, the first episode was really good. Uh, this episode was really good as a standalone, but not as part of this series, I feel. So uh, I do hope they, they go back to uh, how they were going with the first two episodes, and uh, otherwise uh, it was fine. Yeah, it was fine. Uh, Let's go with you, Mr. Letts. Uh, Oh, I actually did just miss Letts. I meant Mr. Fox.
2: Uh, Sean D. Fox. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well played. (laughs) Love it, love it. Um, It was fun. It was lighthearted. It's continuing the feel of the series so far. I'm good with that. And it gives you little rewards if you're a fan and if you're aware of the comic stuff or whatever. So that's nice. And I've enjoyed the cast, or whatever, so I'm good with it.
0: All right, sounds good. And let's go with you, Mister
4: Mike. Yeah, and I'll also piggyback on that: that they give you the stuff, but they also don't make it mandatory to enjoy the episode. They give you enough information that you don't feel lost when there's a cameo. Uh, you know, like they definitely gave the whole four one one on Wang. You know, it's a, it's a fun show. I enjoy the show. Uh, if it's not for everybody, that's fine. It is it is. I remember 10 years ago people were complaining all the Marvel films are the same and and now they're complaining that they're doing stuff. That's not like they used to do when they were all the same. (laughs) So good or bad, that's a whole different matter, but that's different than complaining about the same or different. I like it. I like it's doing, taking a different approach. It's light. It's airy. Um, it may end up being forgettable. I'll be, you know, I'll be curious to see, like, I, I find it humorous, but not necessarily out loud, hysterical, uh, although there are moments, uh, it was, you know, and th- this was a show that an episode I had a weakness with because I just, again, I really just do not like the Dennis character at all. Um, and so I really couldn't get invested in his storyline. Uh, but it still, it still had good jokes in it and it's a 22 minute uh, you know, show. So I enjoyed it and it went by quick.
0: It mm, Sounds good. And, and actually the best cameo of the whole series so far is Megan the stallion and well, and I've, yeah. I've i've i know of well, maybe. Or I've, I've heard of
4: another possible cameo coming there's one i everybody knows is coming that i won't mention people i don't want to spoil anything but yeah there will be a there will be more cameos coming one of whom i know phil is familiar with
3: hmm.
0: all right i wonder who that is uh well, you can tell me offline uh but uh i wonder if megan the stallion will reappear in a later episode i don't think so but that would be kind of cool.
2: Maybe just an so, another uh, Marvel movie or, or show or something.
0: That's right. Yeah, why, why, why can't she be a superhero? She could work.
2: She is the um, client
1: of She-Hulk now, so. That's yep. true.
0: That <laughs> is true. Uh, all right, so, uh, and she can play herself. Uh, so this is uh, The People versus Emil Blonsky uh third episode of the season. Uh next week's episode will air September eighth, twenty twenty two, which is actually two days from now. And we will record our podcast on that episode on Sunday the eleventh, uh nine eleven. And that is Intentional, because we try to do all our episodes on Sundays, and like we said at the beginning of this uh, episode, due to the holiday and, and school and barbecues and all that stuff that was happening within the past couple of weeks, we had to, like, improvise when we recorded, and so that's why this episode and the last two have come out a little later than usual. Uh, next week's episode should come out on September 12th, uh, so nine twelve and um look for us then so you have a few days to send emails in and this episode will actually be released tomorrow the 7th uh which is a wednesday so uh, that's pretty much it so uh once again this is uh called she hulk avenger of the law a marvel podcast based off or dis- discussing the television series she hulk uh attorney at law uh, or, which is based off of the She-Hulk comic and part of the Marvel Universe. And you can email us at darkdiscussions.aol.com or go to darkdiscussions.com website and choose Contact Us on the menu, and the box will pop up. Type in Green, Hulking Woman, She-Hulk, uh, Jennifer Walters, any, anything related to the show, and we'll know the email is for us if you type that in the subject. And with all that stated, Mike. Why don't you lead us out? All right. Well, thank you once again
4: for listening to us ramble on about a uh, She-Hulk attorney. Uh, sorry, She-Hulk Avenger of the Law, and many other things in addition to that. Uh, if you continue to listen to us, thank you, uh, and hopefully you'll tune in for episode four, in just a couple of days.